But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Bill Higgins has seen the highest highs and the lowest lows, but he's faced it all with a never-quit never attitude. You might as well strike out swinging because you ain't going to hit a home run if you don't swing, and you're not even going to have a chance at it if you don't step up to the plate. He wants to help you overcome whatever adversity you are dealing with in your own life. There are no limits to what your dreams can be. By sharing stories of redemption and strategies on living the best life you can live. Are you looking for some motivation and inspiration to get you on the path to success? Quitting is a learned behavior, not a natural behavior. Our natural instinct is to not quit. But we learn to quit because people talk us out of our dreams. You've come to the right place. These are the Comeback Chronicles. All right, welcome to episode three of the Comeback Chronicles. Today I want to talk to you about finding the silver lining. Finding the silver lining. You know, when you're making your comeback, you will have dark days. You will absolutely face obstacles. It's not all smooth sailing. Uh, I think so many times when people look at um, you know, making a new beginning or starting over, making a comeback, whatever, you know, whatever terminology you want to put on it, that it's a kind of a, a sudden conversion, that things were bad and now they're good. And it's not really that simple. You know, you'll have ups and downs. You'll have good days. You'll have bad days. You'll have setbacks again. You know, just because uh, you're making a comeback from a mistake doesn't mean you're not going to make any more mistakes. Doesn't mean that uh, it's all going to be uh, smooth sailing from here on out. So just keep that in mind that you will have dark days. You will face obstacles. But it's absolutely critical that you find that silver lining to every dark cloud. You know, like I've, I've talked about this plenty of times before, but um, it's always worth uh, going back to because it's a really big part of uh, facing adversity, uh, and that's your circle of friends. You know, that is going to change, but I assure you it's going to change for the better. You know, when it comes to that circle of friends that you have uh, or whatever that setback is that caused th th those friends you had to leave you, um, you know, you got to look at this and say the friends that you had in the first place, they were, they, in some ways, they may have been using you. If they've abandoned you now, this is most likely what happened. Those friends looked at you like an asset, and you're no longer an asset. Uh, to many of them, they now look at you as a liability. You're a liability to their profession, to their career, a liability to their reputation. Whatever it is, they no longer view you as an asset. And if they weren't a real friend to begin with, they're gone. They're gone. And you know what? No big deal. Don't don't let it bother you because uh, you can't do anything for them anymore. So they run and they hide. And so what? It just really just shows you that they were never a real friend to begin with. But the silver lining to all this is you will find real friends in the ones who stay. And even better, you'll find new friends that newly surface. And these are the real friends because when they look at your situation and they still want to be your friend, even though you can't offer them anything anymore, even though you can't be an asset to them anymore, those are the real people you want in your life. So when I saw friends abandon me, you know, at first I was, I was heartbroken. Uh, in, in some cases, I was devastated. But when I really looked at the situation, you know, I was relieved to see that these friends finally revealed themselves. 
And, you know, secondly, it made me realize and, and reevaluate the importance of real friends that I had, the ones who would stand by me no matter what. You know, in some ways, I feel bad for people that never go through uh, some adversity in their life because they never get to find out who their real friends are. And they have people that are with them that they've never really been tested and they have no idea where they would be in difficult times. So just just remember that. I mean, that's actually a silver lining to your adversity that you get to identify, um, you know, who these people are that will stand by you no matter what, and get an opportunity to see new people um, surface as friends that you never knew you had before. You know, I had a great opportunity to find people, um, you know, that were going to be friends when they had nothing to gain anymore, and that, that's really. Like I said, a silver lining and something you have to look at. Um, but in addition to the former friends who finally re- reveal themselves and the real friends that you'll discover, you know there are other ways to find silver linings in your adversity. And I'm just going to talk about a few of them that have happened to me, and you know just give you a, a you know some ideas on where to look for that silver lining in your own adversity. You know, for for 18 years, I lived three about a three-minute walk from my office. And I went to the same office every day, appeared in the same courtroom in front of the same judges. Uh, actually, there were two courtrooms, but in the same building. Um, and for 18 years, I appeared in front of a total of three different judges over 18 years. That's it, just three different judges. I dealt with the same dozen or so lawyers every day, worked with the same police officers, um, yeah, and you know, even some of the same criminals I prosecuted. And I'm not saying I didn't love my job, I absolutely did, but because of my circumstances changing, uh, a lot of those things had to change as well, and it opened up a whole new uh, opportunity in my life to go to different places every day, to be, you know, around different people every day. Um, you know, I, uh, gave me an opportunity to start a business, uh, to, um, to open a a new, a new business, look at a new opportunity. I got into the restaurant business for about a year. Uh, I was managing a restaurant. Um, now I'm in a sales job that I really love and it has me traveling all over the, all over the state and seeing different people and, um, you know, meeting different different people. And that commute, that three-minute commute that I had walking to my office, think about it like this. Every day for 18 years, I left home where I had my kids and, you know, there was that chaos at home, getting the kids ready for school and off to school. Uh, and then I got to work and started dealing with the chaos at the office. And I had that three minutes of uh, downtime every day between leaving the house and jumping into the job. And, you know, uh, there's something to be said about a long commute. I remember when I was in college and law school, I, I traveled about 35 minutes every day uh, to get to Villanova University. And then I was in law school, I traveled about an hour every day to get to Widener. And, um, you know, while that sounds, uh, you know, like something you might not enjoy, that, that quiet part of my day really. It was nice. You know, I'd listen to things on the radio. Uh, you know, back then you didn't have a cell phone as much, so you weren't on the cell phone as much. But um, it was just a nice, quiet part of my day, relaxing drive, listen to the radio, and do some things like that. So, you know, don't always look at uh, the, the things that you lost. And, you know, one sense I could look at it and say, man, I lost that short commute to work. But the, driving in my car and having some more alone time to just think and, uh, decompress between appointments and things like that. There's some real value to that. So that's a silver lining, and it added uh, it added some value to my life that I didn't realize 
I was missing until the time came. So now I travel over the state. I see new things, meet new people. Um, and here's one thing I do now. Um, when I go to a new town, I, you know, I eat at a local diner. I try not to go to McDonald's or Burger King any more than I have to. I eat at a little diner. I see what the town's all about. I hike the trails in that town. You know, I check out the local gym. Um, see what that town has to offer and experience it. I just, you know, just go into it kind of like a tourist. And I love when I have two or three hours between appointments in an area that I haven't been to before, you know, to check things out. So, uh, you know, I encourage you to do that. One of the things I always wanted to do as a lawyer is I kind of had this little aspiration to someday practice in all 67 counties in Pennsylvania and uh, go to all 67 courthouses. You know, obviously, that's something that's going to be put on hold if it ever does happen. But, um, you know, all my travels now, one of the things I do is I go stop in front of the local courthouse in every county I go to in Pennsylvania and snap a couple pictures. I'm actually going to post a video that's going to accompany this uh, podcast uh, where I stopped at uh, two different courthouses. I actually recorded a video in front of the Clinton County Courthouse as well as the Montour County Courthouse. And uh, I'm going to post those videos uh, accompanying this podcast wherever I post this podcast so you can check that out but you know obviously I had to change that goal or dream a little bit but hey I'm going to incorporate an old dream with uh, the way things are going right now and go out there and see those things so you know just always look for that silver lining something positive that you can take out of your adversity and I'm not going to say you should ever sit there and say man I'm glad I went through that nah probably that's probably never going to happen you know if I could take some things back I'd take a whole lot of things back not be in this situation right now but um, I'm experiencing some really cool things and, uh, you know, looking at that silver lining. You know, another silver lining that came uh, from my adversity is the last two summers, you know, kind of for two different reasons, but the last two summers, I spent the whole summer at the beach with my wife and kids. You know, at 45 years old, uh, what person is going to have the opportunity to spend the whole summer at the beach with their family? Um, you know, and, and I had the first one happen was due to really bad circumstances. It was right after, um, you know, everything happened and, you know, I was, I was kind of just escaping, uh, for a while. I didn't have any, uh, obligations. I had the house at the beach. I went to Wildwood for the summer and it was more out of necessity. Um, but the second time around it occurred, the restaurant, we had opened the restaurant in Somerset. Uh, we unfortunately didn't make it, closed the restaurant in May and I was kind of between opportunities, and I said, you know what? I had such a great time last year going to the beach for the summer. I'm going to do it again. So uh, two summers in a row I spent uh, in Wildwood with my kids, doing things with Billy every day. We were riding bikes and exploring and doing just different adventures every day. <coughs> if you go back and listen to the Never Quit podcast, you'll hear the uh, daily updates uh, on our adventures. But, you know, that's a real silver lining. Like, who at 45 years old, is going to have the opportunity to spend not just one summer at the beach with their wife and kids, but two. Now, I doubt that's going to happen again here in uh, 2020, but um, you know who knows? Who knows what the future holds? Hey, if I can make it happen again, I'll do it again, but uh, you know, sometimes it's just not feasible. Um, but you know, that's a real silver lining. There are a lot of silver linings that could come out of your adversity. And, you know, the point of this podcast today is just another step on your comeback journey of reminding you, you know, how to look for that silver lining, you know, just sit back and reflect and say, you know, if this didn't happen to me, what are some of the 
positive things that I wouldn't be, you know, enjoying right now. Um, and uh, you know, I've just been able to grow closer with my wife, Amy, closer with my kids, uh, do more things, have less pressure, less stress. Yeah. And you know what? I don't want anybody to interpret this as me saying, yeah, I'm glad that all happened because I am not. Um, but you know, if you sit there and dwell on the negativity and the bad that has happened in your life, um, you know, it's only going to eat you alive. So you have to be positive. You have to be optimistic. You have to look at that, uh, you know, glass and say, like I've said this before, you know, some people say the glass is half empty and optimist says the glass is half full. You know, I always say, let me drink what's in that glass and find a way to fill it up again. You know, that's what you got to do in life. Don't dwell on your situation. Look at the Look at the happiness and the positive things that are going on in your life. I assure you there are a lot of them. You know, it's one of the things that I've I've kind of developed a little bit of a knack for when I see somebody who's down, you know, I, I reach out to them and tell them, you know, look look at the positive things in your life. You know, you could be dealing with this problem that you have right now, but not have your wife and kids, you know, not have the job that you have, not have, you know, your your parents still with you, not have um, you know, the, the skills that you have or whatever, right? You know, you can make a list and sometimes it's easier for somebody else to do that for you. But, and I, I'm happy to do it. If you're one of those people that just feels that your life is so bad, you got nothing going on, get in touch with me. I will tell you the awesome things that you have going on in your life that you're missing. Um, and like I said, I've kind of developed a knack for that to help people make that list. Uh, you know, I've sometimes have a hard time doing it for myself and maybe that's why I'm uh, mentioning these things on this podcast to kind of reinforce it for myself. But I assure you, there are some great things going on in your life, no matter what type of adversity you're dealing with. Uh, there are some real silver linings out there. And uh, if, if you can't find them, let me help you. Get in touch with me and I'll do whatever I can to do that. So I hope this has been helpful to you. Uh, I enjoy talking about these things to help you get your uh, life back on track after a setback. I always encourage my audience to never surrender, never give up, and never quit. Remember, tomorrow isn't promised, but today is. Get out there and make the very best of it. Your best days lie ahead of you. Thanks for listening to the Comeback Chronicles. If Bill has motivated and inspired you today, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share it. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching The Comeback Chronicles. If you want to book Bill as a speaker for your organization, email him at bill at billhigginsjr.net. Hope you'll come back for more inspiration from The Comeback Chronicles.